hello there. Come in, come in. You must be here for the full session. The big man at the paperback cabaret has a soft spot for would-be philosophers and books. Once a week, he lets us use a back corner for a little chat in between rehearsals and performances, of course. Man's gotta make his money, you know. Head on back, doll. The gals are waiting for you. Welcome back to the Paperback Cabaret. I'm Tracy. I'm Tori. I'm Lisa. And I'm Mary. And we are so excited because we are moving forward in Ajoma Lua's Luo's book, sorry, <laughs> Mediocre. We're on chapter two. What is it? Centering men in social justice issues? No. But she she like starts, it's different. Let me find, oh my God. It's for, oh, your, it's for benefit your benefit. In our image. In our image. And that, oh gosh. And like when you read that chapter title, it was like, oh God. Oh God, this is gonna... And that sums it up pretty well. It really, really, think, really does. Yeah. I think seeing this title, I was like, I was a little bit like, is she really going to go there? Because, you know, it is the, because <laughs> I have my own personal experience and I'm like, I'm used to reading sometimes like feminist hot takes that are just like a step or two below, maybe as far as I would go. Yeah. And I'm like. Let's not not that I'm smarter than like the feminists that I'm reading, but there is some usual centrism of like, but let's think about it from both sides. But she just yeah. fucking went in. Yeah. She yeah. was like, no, this is how it is. Yeah. This is statistically what we've seen. This is mm-hmm. like like even like the fear of, you know, attacking someone like Bernie Sanders who has progressive ideas. And so yes. there's kind of this tiptoeing of like I don't want to, you know, hurt the movement. I don't want to, like, stop these progressive ideas from moving forward. But she just, like, showed no fear mm-hmm. and said there was shit happening inside that movement as well. Yes. There's shit yeah. happening mm-hmm. inside, like, Joe Biden's politics. And it was just, like, such a breath of fresh air. Tracy, well, I think you it. said Go the um, subtitle first, and I was like, no, that's not it. I miss. I didn't even look at the title of the chapter when I started reading it, and I'm like, it was, I don't know, halfway through the chapter, page 73, and I was like, I looked up at the top of the page, and I like highlighted it and circled it because I was like, oh, yeah. But yeah, the subtitle is The Centering of White Men and Social Justice Movements, mm-hmm. and as painful as this chapter was to read and when you said excited I was like yes because we're all raging yeah yeah <laughs> but it's painful yeah. I I you know what I wish everybody like just read this one chapter I think she did this such one an chapter excellent job of highlighting the problems mm-hmm. that we face mm-hmm. yeah agreed yeah should we quick do music absolutely yeah should. I'm actually I'm really excited Me about too. this Who's who's go- who wants to start? Mary, you've been sending some bands. Sure. Okay. So also, She's also, like, this is what happens. Okay. Yes. okay. Here's what happens. As I like listen to, I I don't know why I cycle in like three day periods where it's like I'll listen to something nonstop for three or four days and then mm-hmm. I like flip. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to Soccer Mommy a lot. Um, <laughs> the album is called Clean. Okay. Like I was listening to that album a lot at the beginning of the week. Um, but I'm also currently reading Everybody by Olivia Lang. Um, and in that book, she's examining uh, mood- mood- moodums, hi. <laughs> movements 
of freedom throughout mm-hmm. the past like decade or so, the past hundred years. Um, and she's she talks about cloud busting by Kate Bush. So I've been listening to that song a lot. It's so good. I like Kate Bush. I Yeah. It's so good. It's um it's based off of Wilhelm Reich, who was a contemporary of Freud. Okay. Um, but it's really, really interesting and I can go on a whole tangent about it if anyone's interested huh. or <laughs> Yeah, but it's a great song. Also great song. I love okay. it. Okay. All right. That's fun. Yeah. I was like, I know I like Kate Bush. She does that running up that hill song. I had to, yeah. I had to remember who she was. But I was like, I know that name and I know I like her. Yeah. What about you, Lisa? What are you listening to? Okay. My song this week is Touch Tone Telephone by Lemon Demon. I mentioned that before. It's no. constantly, it's probably, it'll show up on my Spotify, like, most listened to songs for last year and this year, I'm sure. But uh, it's another, like, comedic kind of singer, and I just feel like my dad is speaking to me through it, which, if you Aww. listen to it, is going to sound very crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I absolutely must listen to it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. What was the song? Was Sorry. it? Touchtone Telephone by Lemon Demon. Got it. I love the name Lemon Demon. I know. They have a like, really great does... one about Jaws, too. Like oh, Jaws, the movie Jaws? The Jaws. It's very funny. <laughs> I added that one. Fun. Okay, Tori, that. you? That's I've been on a real... If anyone knows this about me, I love Frank Ocean. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> enough. You? I Do know, you? guys. I know. <laughs> I've never mentioned that before. Big fan. Big fan. First time. <laughs> <laughs> I've never referenced his music before. But I do a lot of over-examining of his music, believe it or not. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, so, I think the song this week, I like self-control. Wish I was there. Wish we'd grown up on the same advice. And our time was right. By Frank Ocean. It's on his Blonde album. I love Blonde. Love that album. Really? Okay. Yes. But he... Self-control. I saw someone talk about it on TikTok, but he has like the line. It's like, "Wish I was there. Wish we grew up on the same advice, and our time was right." And it's like how gutting of a lyric that is. And I always sat there, and I would always sit with it, and it was like, "Wow, he's just like, if I wish we had the same point of view, I wish we had the same perspective on things. I wish yeah. we had the same like." Oh, every time I hear that, it's like, "Wow, wow, wow!" And it just like that like encapsulates the song. It's kind of like a very wrong time kind of thing where it's like. We just weren't the same right people for each other, and I wish we were. And it's like we've all been there. That's such a, such a gorgeous song. I just love it. I love Frank Ocean, guys. I talk about him for days. <laughs> that's my, that's, that's my favorite album of his. That I heard that at a pivotal time, and I listened to it like every day for like three months when I was at work. And so it's just like I'm still gonna say, um, what's his name? Fuck Nolan. But he did introduce me to the song Solo from that album. And I love that song still. Like, still upset. I remember he played that once when we were all hanging out. And I was like, I don't 
I like this song. I like and this song. Is, Nights is on that album, too, right? Nights. Nights is on that album. Ivy's on that album. Ivy was the first song oh. I think I ever, like, heard from Frank Ocean. That That's the reason I fell in love with Frank Ocean. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. Pink and White is on that album, I'm pretty sure. Like, it's just yes. an album. Nikes. Nikes, I know. Oh, you always I know. Nikes. I remember, I remember like, hearing that first, like, chord of Nikes and being like, fuck, all right, fuck a lot, oh, bitch, let's go. I love when the when it switches over too in nights when the when the tune switches over and it's like hits that like little beat in the middle. I'm like, oh, we're about to hit a part. We're about to get there. Okay, I just added the album too. The album is literally yeah, I just added. Truly one of my favorite, like one of the most spectacular top ten, albums. Top ten, top of ten all albums. time ever. Frank Ocean yeah. though is one of my I think one of the top ten of all time for me. But okay, anyway, no, I'm excited. Um, okay, so I picked Night Call by Years and Years. Uh-huh. Yeah. Monday to Sunday, I've been working for it. Trying to catch you in no game. And it's no joke. Like, I just want to dance around my kitchen every time it comes on. And it's been stuck in my head. Like, every day. I put it on when I get in the car. I put it on when I put on music on my speaker. Like, it is just... Aww. But I also, like, this is a band that I've... I've liked a lot since they first came out. Um, mm. I think their debut album what it's was it? uh, Years and Years. Okay. Their debut album is just good. It's just good. Mm. Like start to finish, I think it's really good. Their music videos are really interesting. And the the lead singer is in the show It's a Sin. And I don't know if you guys have watched that, but I highly recommend it. I I saw that I saw something about it on the Great British Bake Off, like the actors from oh, the wow. show, including Ollie Alexander, who's the lead singer of Years and Years, and also in the show, they were all on it and like kind of talking about. It, and I was like, okay, now I need to watch the show. It's about the AIDS epidemic in London and how it like rolls out the false information around it, how it impacts families, like. It's a limited series, either five or six episodes, but weeping by yeah. the end of yeah. it. For sure. And so then, of course, I was like, okay, so now I have to go back and listen to Years and Years. And it's like, oh, they have a new album that came out last year and this song. And, like, it's just been, like, I love listening to their music. I think they're really good. I think they're really talented. I think the lead singer is, like, I think he's a good supporter, I guess, of queer rights because he is. And, like, he's stood by that since he released his first album where people were like, oh, don't include in things, things in there like you love a boy because then you won't get listened to by everybody and you want to be listened to by everybody. And he was like, no, that's not what I'm going to do. And I just read an article that was, like, talking about how he centers his sexuality in his music and what he expresses and how he presents himself. And I just think that that's really cool. Like... Yeah. Watch yeah. the behind the scenes for the tour for Night Call and it is just like it's so good. It's that's so what, good. It's it. so good. I, I love think it. that's what I love about Frank Ocean too cuz a lot of his music is like falling in love with a boy and you're like Yeah. I love that where it's like I don't even know. I just think that's such a sweet. Like I love queer music. Mhm. <laughs> I guess yeah. it's not that crazy to say, but I do love that like where it seeps into your music and it's like it's not just the same like I'm in love with this girl. This guy's singing about this it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's talking about a boy. Like, that yeah. is cute. Like, yeah. That's so sweet. Like, what a sweet little, like, I don't know. I love it. And, I mean, that's that kind of goes back to, like, It's a Sin, the TV show, because, like, nobody wanted to talk about AIDS. Nobody wanted to talk about 
queer men. Being gay, yeah. Yeah, like, and I'm sure also for queer women, but in particular, like, men were the one, ones who were dying mm-hmm. of AIDS at the time. And mm-hmm. it was, like, just well, absolutely it's like tragic. Also, I mean, I don't know how it was in the UK. I assume it was similar. But in the United States, it was viewed as a punishment for being mm-hmm. gay. It was viewed mm-hmm. as, like, God's wrath for sin. Like, it's like... Yep. Well, and in the Hence patriarchy, the and in the patriarchy <sighs> we live in, honestly, being a gay man is, like, that's the ultimate sin. You it's, know what I yep. mean? That's, mm-hmm. like, you're really not conforming to the patriarchal standards. Yep. You are... You like that is truly You're an outlier. That's what that's what that's what we're afraid of in a mm-hmm. patriarchal. You know what I mean? It's so it's like it is something to it. That's like it's yeah. such a closeness to, and it's just not that already... far in the past. I mean, when I was watching it, it was like 1988. I was like, I was 10 years old. <laughs> like, it's not that it's that far behind us. I no. feel like we're still just we still can't. We're still doing this in Indiana. We're still fighting for it in Indiana. We'll be talking more about this in the perch section, though. So yeah. I'll yeah. save. I'll save more of this right. for later. You're, no, no, no. It's okay. I know we gotta. I mean, we have to we like. Have to get we to have book. to like uh, dole exactly. out our rage in yeah. yeah, bite sized yeah. pieces so we don't just like burn out. No, look. <laughs> okay. I can't rage too much in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So save yeah, your we'll, anger. We'll come. We'll come back to the way that people still re- respond to queer rights. In the purge section, among other things, mm. I'm sure. But for the time being, uh, for your benefit, in our image is the title of the chapter, the centering of white men in social justice movements. I appreciate so much how Alua breaks down her chapters. Like the fact that there's kind of like a personal story and then an introduction to what we'll be seeing in the chapter and then history and then current politics and then Mm -hmm. like a wrap up. Like I just feel like, I feel like there's almost an entire book in this one chapter. She could have written an entire book about these topics alone. But I was thinking like, was there anything in that like personal story section that like really, I feel Mary, you sent us a picture of like meeting the guys who can like, quote bell hooks bell hooks yeah 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 yeah. and i think that that falls within that kind of introduction to the chapter area yeah what do you think mary i guess we were just talking about this because we were talking about meeting guys at like a gay bar and how it's like almost how you would expect these to be our allies but like these are clearly just wolf and you know what i mean wolves in sheep's clothing like what is this what do you think Mm, yeah i mean i love she's like let me get there let me get there (laughs) (laughs) I know my brain is going okay. Where do we want to start this? I love that she talks about these. Sorry, men you can cut as... the part about meeting guys in a gay bar. I don't know if you wanted to. Sorry, it's really direct. No, no. Oh my gosh, no. Like I met my ex boyfriend at the gay bar. I know you're like no. And we're so... gonna add him in the comments. <laughs> Literally, I'll tag him. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> Can we do that? Can we, can we, or like in the, in the Instagram, it's going to be like, and of course, our beautiful Mary talking about the piece of shit. Sup, sup ah. shit bag, yeah. Ah, da, 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 da. Yeah. There's a okay. section here that, um, Mary, were you still, are you still, were you about to go off? Go off. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so I there's so many things I want to read out from this chapter, like little snippets that I really oh want to make right? sure audience hears. And so the on page 52, I love this. But there are good guys, the male feminists who have read Sister Outsider and wear their This Is What a Feminist Looks Like t-shirts. 
And they seem really great. Except when they are interrupting us in group discussions or telling us what they think we should read to become better feminists like them or trying to sleep with all our friends. And if you look at these good guys and wonder, were they always this shitty? Yes. Yes, Yes. they were. Yep. Well, and she says it. It's people. It's they've always done what aligns best with their self-interest. It's not that they, it's when she gets into all of it about the male feminists where it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you guys were all, your allies when it benefits you, your allies to the degree that you want women to be sexual and overly sexual for your benefit and you want liberated women because you want these like, you want these women that are okay you, with you sleeping around. You want options. Oh my gosh. You want these women so that are okay with you doing whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So when she's talking about like Eastman and um, Dell. Dell. Like oh I, I was Dell. reading and I. Fuckers. Look, I always want to see the best in people. I always want to give people I the benefit have. of the doubt. <laughs> Somebody told me, like my old HR director, I was talking to her about something. And I was like, oh, this person is so awesome. And she's like, Lisa, you think everybody's great. And it's so true. So as I was reading this, I was like, I wrote on page 55, I'm like, you know, talking about, just talking about the things that they were trying to rope people into, the selling points of the movement or oh, whatever. Yeah. And I said, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Me, yeah. I wrote, maybe that's how they had, maybe that's how they knew they had to sell it. And then on like two pages later, I wrote, again, when facing long odds, maybe this was a starting point, IDK. And then we get into Lisa, like. you're so nice. <laughs> Mine's filled with things like fuckers. Of oh course they did. Mine's like, yes, I was going to say, me, I'm like, I'm like, of course they picked the parts of them. Like, of course they tried to sell. My thing is always like, I hate the idea of like having to package it a certain way to make it so you like the movement. Like, you're going to like the movement yeah. because we're all getting fucking rights or you're not going to like the movement. Let it go. That's all. That's what it is. It's we're all, we're all equal or you are, have a good day. Like, I don't want, you don't get to just yeah. pick the parts you like out of something. I hate that idea and I hate that men do that so often. And it is that that idea of, like, the male feminist where they take the, like, oh, but, like, girls, like, like we talked about in the last book where it's, like, liberated women, yeah, should, they, you should be able to work and raise all your kids and do all this stuff mm-hmm. and then let me live here, too. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's always, like, it's never, it's just always, like, a beneficial form of feminism. It's never just, like, like, we were talking about it. It's, like, oh, I love a girl who's, like, I love you. We met you, like, I met you at a gay bar. You're the best. Now be my live-in nanny. Yeah. Like, what are you doing here? Like, you don't yeah. get yeah. to. Right. But that's exactly it. You don't get to pick and choose the parts of feminism that you like. You like a liberated, educated woman because you can have discussions with her. But mm-hmm. you like a ditzy oh. girl because you can go fuck her on oh, the side. But also, but also, I mean, I would say moreover, these guys like that you're forward thinking so that they can, like, break you down and be the one that, like, tamed you at the core of it a lot of times like uh mm. not to make this an ex-boyfriend centered episode but I like mean, the why same not? ex-boyfriend didn't want me to talk about my perspectives because he felt uncomfortable because he didn't know anything about it so oh. it's like those were like the initial things that he really liked about me and then the longer we were in a relationship he was like it's exhausting I just constantly feel like the bad guy I feel like I'm the bad guy in all these narratives and like Honestly, that should have been a red flag to me that, like, you're identifying with these dudes. You don't know until you learn. You don't know until you learn, though. You don't know until you learn. Yeah, you don't know until you know. But um, I hope you As soon as she got to talking about, like, as as soon as it became clear that what they were really attracted to was sexually liberated women. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The line here that I love. Basically. Yeah, she says, and what did feminists. 
Yeah, what did freedom look like to Eastman and Dell? A lot of what seemed to appeal to their vision of feminist future or of a feminist future revolved around their dicks. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yep. Yep. And when yep. and then um, when Fuck. Dell did publish women, he tended to focus on the work of women mm-hmm. who he thought com- um exemplified his ideal feminism. And that feminism was not nearly as concerned with economic or political rights as it was with sexual and artistic liberation. And I wrote, "Aha." thankfully we got i got that message um early on into this chapter and my i stopped being so generous with yeah yeah but lisa i love that you do that yeah i I think it is good to i mean you think about that like we think about that constantly with um I mean, Margaret Sanger is an example. Like, she used the eugenics movement. And and who's to say? We don't know. We Mm -hmm. don't know if she was using it as a tool or if she really believed in it. I mean, it was a really popular, not not defending Margaret Sanger, but (laughs) a lot of movements used these kind of, like, dog whistle things to get the attention of conservative voters. Yeah. And be like, and it's the same with the Joe Biden chapter of him, like, kind of, piggybacking off of the backs of conservative racists to well, keep and his, I wonder keep if his she, career. Yeah. I wonder if she'll hit... I'm, I haven't really looked too far ahead on what's to come, honestly, but it kind of hits that white feminist thing where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we're going to do... Like, it's... It's, oh, I don't want to be at the bottom, though. I don't want to be at the bottom, yeah. though. So, like, if, if black women still have to be at the bottom, like, I still want my rights, though, very quickly. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I have to push you down to get my rights, mm-hmm. that's tough, but, like, I need my rights, though. Like, and it's, like, that's not fair to anyone. Like, so even mm-hmm. for, I feel like even with Margaret Sanger, I'm like, nope, fuck that bitch, too. Like, fuck her, too. Like, don't like her, yeah. either. Love, love, oh, love completely. abortion. Love abortion rights. Black women yeah. were doing that too back in the day. Like, we don't need your help. We didn't need your help with that either. Like, it's all very, like, you don't get to just be, like, you don't get to piggyback off of really terrible movements. We don't get to do that. We don't get to do that because we don't get to do that. We don't get to benefit off these things. And I think when 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 black movements, like, when the Black Panthers, like, have were maybe, like, you know what I mean? I feel like they got criticized for every fucking thing. Anything it was, it was oh, like, yeah. oh, but the, it's immediately like, oh, but they were really violent and they were really this and they were also like yeah. into this, this, and this. And it's like, and they were communists and they're this and they believe in this kind of crazy thing. Yeah. And look at all these bad, bad, terrible black men that were a part of that movement. And I think there were a lot of bad, terrible black men a part of that movement, probably. I mean, obviously, because there's but obviously who else bad, was terrible in black this, men as well. Who else was in the city like providing free breakfast for their school children so that they could My go to school is, with a full belly we, and actually I mean, we gotta be able take to care learn. of our people then. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly that, where it's like, if we get to excuse the little things that, like, white women and, like, black or white guys do then we're gonna excuse what everybody does we gotta excuse all those little things and it's like but for me that's almost not okay and that's the point of the book it's not okay to accept those little bad things Mm -hmm. that people do Mm -hmm. which like no no no, i get what you're saying mary i'm not like attacking what you said i feel like i'm trying to no 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 what you guys are saying because it's like no but this is what we're getting to in the book is like it's not okay to be just better than the next guy anymore you gotta be on your shit now we want you to be on your shit because this (laughs) just being okay is it help? It's not worked. Well, it hasn't well, worked. Clearly, Look at we're all in the same. Well, clearly, shit like, still. I mean, what it was making me think about is the Republicans feel so. Okay, how do I want to say this? I don't want to gen. I mean, I do want to generalize. Okay, so Republicans feel this thing like I do. Think about how little gets done. How little gets done for the liberal agenda of like, mm-hmm. because we're always pandering. 
right? Mm -hmm. And I think it starts in these kind of movements where, you know, it's like, okay, but yeah, eugenics and yeah, like, you know, whatever it is, when you make a deal with the devil, they're going to be expecting it forever and ever and ever. And that's where we are. Like mm -hmm. we're trying like you can't to let like, a get foot universal health care. Yes. And they're mm -hmm. like, we can't lose a single gun. We can't register guns because they're mm -hmm. like, give me, sweeten the deal. I have to it's get exactly something out of it. It's exactly that though, where it's mm -hmm. like, they want everything. Mm -hmm. So we got to just be taking everything too. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we can't do this thing where we're like, but like, oh, but like also the men are, men will, men will be really jarred if we get all of our rights right away. Will they? I don't care. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, they, that's tough, tough, tough yeah. shit, tough shit, you know? We all had that it's tough yeah. not having any rights, you know? Like, I don't, it's those things exactly where it's like, it can't be. And she talks about, what is she talking about? I've lost my whole train of thought. But she kind of did get into it with, like, that idea of, like, oh, fuck, I lost my whole train of thought. You're okay. Do you um, want to flip through the book and see if you can find what you're thinking of? Yeah, let me see. Yeah. I know, I forgot my book today. No, it's totally <laughs> fine. Don't mind my scroll. While you're doing that, I just want to say, like, something ahead. that occurred to me while I was reading this, and I was in my, oh, but what if? What if that's what was needed back? Was that I'm so glad that this podcast is intergenerational because I am like my good little brainwashed Gen X, whatever. Yep. yep. And and I'm in some circles where I also overlap with people of a different political persuasion than myself. Mm -hmm. And and I'm always kind of like, oh, but like we have to play by their rules if we want to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then here come the younger generations that are like, nope, let's just blow this <laughs> shit up. And you know what? <laughs> that is really the only way it's ever going to happen mm -hmm. is, I mean, maybe, is demanding. Mm -hmm. Like, why are oh, we yeah. tiptoeing around equal rights? Like, just come yeah. on, you guys. Like, right. This is not hard. Well, it sucks because yeah. it, I feel the no, same way. Agreed. I'm like, I mean, I'm sitting here on my little podcast with my two best, with my three best pals. You know what I mean? Like, we need to just demand right. Like, I'm not out there on the streets. Like, fuck this dude. Like, you know I don't. Mean, I'm not doing anything crazy in the streets. But like, but I feel like that's one of the reasons scary. why I wanted to do this. Is yeah. like so often what gets taken to the streets is forgotten. Yeah. And conversations, communication is really important. Yeah. And one of the things that I think we do really well is have intergenerational, a really diverse background for all of us. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though we can show, like what Lisa's saying, what needs to happen. Like for people like me, you ladies woke me up in so many ways and I am so grateful for it. How many other people can be affected by having conversations like this one. And yes. so as much as I believe in social reform and social movements and taking things to the streets, it doesn't always get us where we need to be. But conversations, that's like the heart of it and knowing how I to have, talk about it. Yeah, I have something that I'm going to share. It, what I was saving for the purge section, but really it fits in perfectly right here. And that is that, okay. uh, have you guys heard of Pantsuit Politics podcast? No. Mm -mm. Um, well, down, they're coming to Fort Wayne. The oh, library cool. is hosting them. Let me, um, what? Let me find my, yes, yes. Uh, sponsored in part by the friends of the library and the foundation. <laughs> oh, hold on Lisa, just a second. you mean the thing that you're on the board of? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the um, other thing about the intergenerational part. And I should probably wait until Lisa's back with us. Okay. A Lisa, different approach to the news. 
I just wanted to say in regards to the intergenerational thing, our younger women need older women like us who have become established in our community to help bring these ideas to places where they will take root and make changes. This is how we pull up. Like that's how I feel about it because I feel as though so often our younger people's perspectives are just kind of pushed aside as like youthful fervor or whatever. And I think that that's wrong. And I think that, right. I mean, I respect, I respect both of you so much. I would never diminish your opinions because you're in your twenties. Mm -hmm. It's you know just so mean? hard. Some, but will society, sometimes, yes, it's, it's hard because, you know, if, when you get to that table, mm -hmm. There is still very, I still very much have a feeling that I, you know, it's not, it's still not safe to just freely put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that, you know, some people, these people, some people need their hands held to yeah. cross the line. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a weird place to be sometimes. It's it hard. It, it's really hard. So it's like, I think a lot of it can be triggering for me as someone who's spent my entire life trying to like break down these systems like for my parents and yeah. try and like really prove basically my humanity to my parents as a queer person yeah. as a person who is like believes in the equality of all people who's not religious like I love my parents deeply, but especially in my teens, I spent a lot of time being invalidated and told my opinions weren't important or true and that I should just kind of like sit down and be quiet. Or something stuff. like that. Like, oh, and you'll so change your I, mind when you get older. You're, you know what I mean? You'll yeah. really understand when you, when you really like have your own life and stuff. Mm -hmm. Truly, yeah. truly. <laughs> and so I think that is an area where I struggle is like <laughs> – softening maybe my approach like I feel like I come out of the gates blazing that's kind of like get with it or get out kind of a mm -hmm. thing sometimes <laughs> because because I'm, I was just listening to um I think his name's Gabe Gaber Mate he's a doctor but he talks a lot about like trauma work and stuff and he gave the example of you know if I tap someone on the shoulder this is tangential but I'm just gonna go with it if you tap someone on the shoulder you know, it's not going to be do, 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 do. painful. They'll, they'll just feel it. Mary's tangents. <laughs> yeah. We might just pull it as but a This little, is my graphic. This is my graphic. Yeah. No, Mary's <laughs> tangents. But if you have someone who has like a shoulder that's like exposed, there's no clothes, and it's sunburnt, and you do that same tap, they're going to be sensitive. It's going to be painful. You know what I mean? And it's the yeah. same exact motion. It's the same exact movement, but their response is going to be different. And it's the same way with like trauma. So, you know, it creates these kinds of, like, soft and sensitive parts. I guess all of this to say, in response, I think there is a place for all of us. I think sometimes, mm -hmm. like, my burning fire rage probably doesn't always appeal to people who need to have it, like, all broken down really, yeah. really mm -hmm. slow and in increments and, like, I agree. Here, and, then we'll, and then we'll go here and then we'll go here. I'm just, like... I agree Listen. 100 Listen to me. Well, and I see that and even I think with I myself. used to be like that, too. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, you're okay. I was just going to say the same thing. I see that even with myself, with, like, people, with guys, or, like, when people I talk to people, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I can already tell. Like, we're all kind of back off because they'll be accepting it really well, and I'll be like, oh, I'm coming out really hot. Like, I don't mean to be, but, like, 
I know, like, I know how this goes, and I know how men sometimes can just, like, and talk over you and just, like, completely domineer you to the point where you're like, yes, and it's, like, growing up in a place where I didn't feel like I could say anything, and my emotions were never held as, like, it was always like, oh, my God, you're being so emotional. But they could always be pissed. So the only emotion I learned to take away from that and, like, how to come into, like, an argument like this was pissed. You know what I mean? Because he could get pissed at me and, like, come and argue with me mad. But I couldn't just be like, um, I, don't, I feel like people should have rights. I feel like you should leave people, the kids at the border. Like, let them be free. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's like instead of coming at things in a really, like, because I am, I'm, like, apt to be like, <laughs> I'll get teary-eyed and I'll argue with you because I don't know how to, like, deal with, like, confrontation and, like, having to have a conversation with someone. But, like, often that turns into just me being, like, well, let me just snap at you and we'll just get into, like, a really heated argument about something. And then it's, like, it's, like, the people like you guys where I'm, like, oh, sorry, I'm yelling at everyone and I don't need to be yelling at you guys about white women feminism. Like, obviously, you know, mm. like, you girls know. Like, yeah, <laughs> why am I No, but I think, I think also... I want to say to full circle. Yeah, I just I get that's, I get that's passionate really, though. Truly, yeah. That's that's a really important thing, and also not that I. <laughs> how do I want to say this? I mean, there's a place and a time where like racism cannot be tolerated, homophobia cannot be tolerated, like these ideas that are dangerous to groups of people who are being actively affected. But also, I do want to work on my. Um, there are places to learn, word? also. Yeah. Like, there are, I, I there are work, people who genuinely are just learning or yeah. just don't yeah. learn things and just genuinely. If people, if people are open yes. to learning, and I want to work on it because I, like, flashed to 10 years ago, was that person. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. learning and I was figuring out and I had people yeah. close to me who were gentle enough and kind enough to kind of, like, yeah. break things down. My beautiful friends here today, hold, like, literally. Exactly. Yes, who would sit there yeah. and, like, this little girl in French class who's like, I'm pretty conservative. And you guys are still like, oh, you can, you can hang out with you. us, you little nuts. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I don't want us to get too far off no. topic. I was going to say, yeah, I want yeah, to bring this back because I well, kind of came back. I can remember we just what I one thought. second, the pantsuit politics oh, thing, Oh, yes, Lisa. go ahead. I forgot about I that. I want to make sure that we touch on that because if that's something that we can, like, either promote or go see yeah i I definitely want to promote this so it's wednesday if you're local and listening wednesday april 26th at 6 p.m at the main library um i'm guessing in the theater uh the pantsuit politics podcast ladies will be having a conversation um, the description is conversation changes everything. Join Sarah Stewart Holland and Beth Silvers, hosts of the Pantsuit Politics Podcast, as they discuss the transformative power of hard conversations and explore the premise of their book, Now What? How to Move Forward When We're Divided About Basically Everything. Oh my God, I love that. Wait, I know. Wait, so when, we, when was it? April Wednesday, 26th? April 26th at okay. 6 p.m. And I think the four of us should go together. <gasps> yes, oh. I'll be there. I just wrote pants suit in my calendar. Twenty six at what time? Six p.m. Six p.m. Okay. Main library. We could do a we could do an extra. Oh my god, extra. Lisa, that's so it. perfect. That's Isn't that so cool? perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted to make sure to come back. Guys, to that can too. we do a bonus and we talk about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can. Yeah, them. I think. 
Ooh. I think I think I'm off that day, so that would be great. <gasps> awesome. I love that. Thanks, okay. Lisa. Thank That's you, awesome. Yeah, yay. Okay. Tori, it seems like you had something that you wanted oh, to use to bring us back. No, you're to the okay. Book. Did you have discussion questions too that you wanted to go through? You know what? I put I put stuff up. I don't really think that we have to like hard stick to it as long as we're kind of like moving through the the okay. different sections. No, no, no. My only thing was gonna be I like that she had said something that basically was like the racism is in the result of a lot of systems, and I feel like a lot of times that's kind of where I get stuck with a lot of like my parents and stuff, where it's like, well, white supremacy doesn't affect people, or like it's not real, it's like. No, but it does because we see it in the way that black people are disenfranchised still today. Mm -hmm. The thing is, we can't look at it as like a, well, there's something, there's somebody here who's, who's causing problems. Who is it? (laughs) Who is it? Like, I feel like that's truly where we're at in our politics a lot of times where it's like, we need to find the one guy and blame him because we always just need this one scapegoat. But it's like, Mm. no, we can also just acknowledge the fact that it's maybe all these systems and we can just kind of. Maybe we need to rework some of these things because they're not working. Yes. I don't know. That was all I Agreed. needed to say about the that's no. that part. <laughs> no. What that's... are we about to move on to, Joe Biden? Because before we get there, I do want to share, like, so talking about the different um, intersectionality and, like, what's mm-hmm. the – well, we are – wait, did we already talk about Bernie? Anyway – She said something on page 62 that I want to share. I want to read out the bottom paragraph, basically, because I think this is really key and something that white people really need to hear and and men, too, like regarding feminism. So she says, but when I tell my sons that they should be feminists, I don't try to sell it to them based on the benefits they will reap. I know we talked about that a bit. I tell them what I also tell white people who are looking for reasons to be anti-racist. Yes, it will offer some real benefits for you. Your life will be better in many ways when we work to end oppression. But it will not always benefit you. White people need to hear that. We have to get uncomfortable and maybe not always benefit so that everybody else can. That was my own editorializing. Okay, back to what she said. No, no, Sometimes it may seem like justice is disadvantaging you when the privileges you've routinely enjoyed are threatened, but you have to do it anyway because you believe that women and people of color are human beings and that we deserve to be free from oppression, even when that means you personally have to give some things up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just want everybody to hear that. Oh my gosh, completely. Mm -hmm. Lisa, I love that. I love that you said that. Because, like, let's let's break it down on a smaller scale. Like, let's think about it in the way of, like, you know, if my sister is down and out and loses her job and needs my help making rent, I'm, it's done. Like, mm-hmm. that money's given. Like, it's, like, we have to have that same perspective with the movement of, like, you might have to give some things up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's okay because you're helping people. And let's also highlight it's not yours to give. This is stuff. Freedom belongs to everyone. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Supposed to. Right? Healthcare, like all of these things should be for everyone. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I said this last week, but also from my other book. Um, I just gonna, I'm just going to plug this. I, got, I still have to make the bookshop, but Everybody by <laughs> Olivia Lang, she talks about, there's a quote where she says, um, freedom is only freedom when my freedom acknowledges yours. Mm. So it's like, 
we have this idea, I think a lot of like white men see freedom as this thing that I get to do and it means I can abuse you, I can take things from you, mm-hmm. I can, um, yeah, just like I'm the center of the universe. That's not freedom. Mm-hmm. That's domination. Mm-hmm. True freedom says I am free and you are free. And that's what we need to do and that's what she's calling out is like this isn't freedom. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no even playing field. And like towards the end of it where she gets into how specifically for her as a black woman nothing is built to help her. Nothing. And I <laughs> Get a little emotional. Yeah. So yeah. But I mean just And how she can't really talk about what she does as a career. Like I am a black yeah. woman and I talk about race and gender in the United States of America. Oh my god. I can't really think of many things more terrifying than to say that out loud. Yeah. Because yeah. of the system we live in. Mm-hmm. And that's just so fucked up. It's so yeah. fucked up. And I hate that I, I feel. I mean, this is just my personal hang up. But like, I feel like it took me a really long time. To become this aware. Like. To really see. How our system is built is built not trying to be not trying to not be it is this is our system this is what we live in and it hurts people children like in this whole joe biden thing with the busing like i think she says something about how like his choice to please his conservative constituents gave other liberal, liberal, quote-unquote, politicians permission to also take that stance and pretend Mm -hmm. like they weren't being racist in it. The statistics on the schooling, on the education systems, and the fact that we still fucking live with this, that we are still okay with leaving entire communities with lackluster education systems because somehow they live in the wrong district mm-hmm. by design. I mean, and seriously, I, do you guys I, remember exactly. that and Carmel video I, for the Carmel High School? Do you guys remember that? Did you see this? What? So, someone Carmel, Indiana. Do we know Carmel, wealthy, Indiana? Wealthy, Mary, wealthy, wealthy. That's, that's where I live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How wealthy is Carmel, Indiana? Like Very. stupid, stupid, ridiculous. It's, my, this is tiny, tiny tangent, but we were walking in downtown Carmel with my parents, and, and it's just like ridiculous. My dad goes, "It's like Dubai," which uh, is not. That's so funny. It's not, but it's the it's funniest like shit ever. My dad is like, 
Indiana. My dad goes, it's like Dubai. We were like, not at all, but yes, in Indiana, yes. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Um, so someone took a video of Carmel High School, which has its own planetarium, and that's like one of the main things that I remember. And yep. they had this long, like, look at our amazing high school. Look at our Olympic-sized swimming pool. Look at our planetarium. Look at our pottery course. Look at our yoga that we offer to our students. And, like, the deserved backlash that that video got, like, students being like, "My, yeah. we had books that were, like, forever years old. My son's school here is still trying to replace desks that are, like, 40-plus well, years old. Well, a lot old. of that that comes from property yeah. tax. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yep. Is that Which is fair? why we should pool it for freedom? the whole county, in my opinion. Yes. You know, we have, what, four different public school systems in Allen County. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, pull all the money and divide it out uh, in a more egalitarian fashion. Right. That, nobody, that makes sense, Nobody in the outlying it? districts wants to hear that, though, of course. But no. also, I'm glad we're talking about this part because I was, like, I've been really thinking this week about we're talking about the on page 66. She says Biden's argument was that the white northerners who had benefited from schools that considered white wealth and excluded black students from sharing in the wealth was legislation that kept their districts and the corresponding property taxes and PTA funding PTA funding opportunities. Separate was not racist, but subjecting them to the same education that the black students had long been forced to endure would make them racist. Yep. So it's like this idea. And also she goes on to talk about how the parents said that sending their white students to the predominantly black schools was ruining their lives. Yep. Ruin their lives. And so it's like, this isn't subtle racism. Mm -mm. This is saying, this is racism. Thinking about the promotion of... um private schools in yeah. Indiana instead yeah. of going to like private right? schools so you can like send your kids to a little nice school that's even if you're in a like a not so nice district mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. seriously oh I don't know I feel like our Indiana's kind of a, interesting just because like the way our government is it's like weird and like the way we like dole out money to schools is funny anyway and like mm. teachers are like I don't know teachers are like all fucked, but all mm-hmm. the money is goes to superintendents and like you know what I mean, like higher up in the teaching kind of food chain there. And then like I don't know, it's just like schooling in general is always such an interesting thing to me because it's like, what did he say? It was like, well, if you're black schools, like you guys should like, what is it not good enough for black kids? What's wrong? Like, what is wrong with your schools? Like, why can't why aren't your schools good enough for your people? Like basically, and it's like. Oh, okay. Like, okay, just throw it. Like, it's like throwing it in people's faces. Like, well, that well, that says a lot about your communities. Completely ignoring the fact that black people have been, like I said, disenfranchised from the beginning. Yeah. The racism comes in the results of what's happening. Mm-hmm. The result is that the schools aren't great. I assume that's because of, like, you know what I mean? Like, at a certain point, we have to look at our systems in place for how we are taking care of our education systems. But we don't do that because that would... Re- that would require too much. Sorry, I'm like really just tangenting off now. But I don't know. think so. No, I no, that's think perfectly. Well, right I there. think about Fort Wayne. We're here in Little Fort Wayne, Indiana. My mm-hmm. grandparents were the first black kids at their school. Yeah. 
Some of the yeah. first black kids at their school. My grandma was beating kids up for her brothers. Yeah. My grandma was one of the fastest kids at our school. She always talks about, she was so athletic back in the day. They were trying to recruit her for the Olympics or something back in the day. She always talks about that. Her mom wouldn't let her because she was a girl, but <laughs> but she always they always regretted it. But it's just funny just to hear her talk about being one of the first black kids at her school. Yeah. And then hearing what was the guy was the one guy I was talking to the one day and he was sitting there saying, Well, like, black people aren't that like, what do you mean disenfranchised or like there's no barriers to entry or whatever he was saying and it's like No, but my grandparents were the first black kids at their school. You realize that's like a lot to carry, right? Mm-hmm. And then like to have to build a life in this community. Mm-hmm. And then we've watched how Fort Wayne has been, you know what I mean? Like, kind of how downtown has kind of, like, slowly crumbled and they've slowly rebuilt it, but only in certain areas where it's beneficial to us, you know what I mean? Or, like, to the community where we can make money or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Only yeah. where we can gentrify it a little bit. It's like, I don't know. It's hard to, I don't know. My cousin's calling me a million times right now. Sorry. I'm, yeah, like, interrupting really, myself. Okay. But I probably did need to be interrupted because I was just sitting there tangenting. No, no, but this. I think that's that's like one of the main ways that people can acquire wealth, and so that's mm-hmm. very having houses. It's having houses. It's living in a community where yeah. you can sell your house and make money. I've been looking at property tax records a whole lot for Allen County as I'm doing some research, and it's really interesting. I mean, there are certain people own a whole lot of property, and then mm. all the like. I, weird ass company names that also own a whole bunch of property it's just Mm. really kind of it's funny when you were talking about like the little families that Mm -hmm. just run the town and you're like yeah they're wrong Mm -hmm. they're wrong oh yeah working in politics there's just you dig into that stuff lisa no in working in politics (sighs) there's just a couple there's just a couple guys guys i'm this is burning a hole inside of me this is burning burning a whole entire yeah. we have to talk about bernie bros please yeah gotta, okay cool we gotta go about how we can like walk and chew gum at the same time and like yes class issues are super important but like i love what she said she makes she oh my gosh she makes a really good point though like if mm-hmm. you only focus on class issues the system we the new system we attempt to build is still going to be racist and mm-hmm. Um, you know, anti-woman by design yeah. and not mm-hmm. and maybe even not intentionally, but if like that's where the focus is, those other things get left behind and are unaddressed. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So let's think about it. Like if we're looking at it through an intersectional lens, right? We have lots of different interlocking systems of oppression, mm-hmm. right? We have yes. racism, which is what our country is rooted on. We have classism, we have homophobia, we have sexism like lack of religious freedom for people who aren't, you know, practicing the one size fits all Christianity model. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Xenophobia. It's like all of them are affecting us differently and all of them are integral parts of the system. Mm-hmm. Right. And so one is not going to fix everything. One can help us unravel. Like we can start pulling the thread, but it's imperative that if you start pulling the class thread, that you're also acknowledging, oh, yeah, black communities are disenfranchised because of slavery and the system of domination mm-hmm. and 
you know, there was fuel put on the fire of the AIDS crisis because we were homophobic and we were denying people the health care they deserve. Well, it's exactly that. Ignoring one is like, we can't just pick the parts that benefit us. We have to just fight for all of it. You know what I mean? You gotta just, we've gotta dismantle all of it. And you know what I mean? Kind of start from the ground up of like, you know what I mean? We can't just keep tweaking what we have because that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. This little patriarchy system that we have doesn't work for Mm -hmm. any of us. It's not working for anyone except a few people. Mm -hmm. And like, it's ignoring that that is really causing our issues. Mm-hmm. And I think the Bernie bros was such a good example of this yes. because it was just that, yep. especially when she was just reading through those tweets of the people replying oh to when God. she had just tweeted something stupid. You know how many things people would just say about Hillary Clinton? Oh my God. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy shit. Who cares? I don't even fuck Hillary Clinton too. I don't give a fuck about that. You yeah. know what I mean? Fuck Hillary Clinton too for yeah. all I care. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever. Go Like, if that's really, like, what you want, like, and that's not the hill I'll die on either. I don't care. It yeah. goes back to that yeah. thing of people being like, oh, my God, but Joe Biden sucks. And you're like, okay, yeah, I hate all of them. So let's find somebody way better. Like, what are you talking? Mm-hmm. Why are you? Yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, he does suck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, preaching to the yeah. choir, preaching to the choir, girl. Yeah. Who do you, yeah. who should we, who, who do you like? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so who, who, so who do you think? That's kind of where I'm at yeah. with people where it's like. That moment with Bernie bros where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so who do you like, Bernie? Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell, me, so, so tell me what. You hate all these other people. So tell me who's better, Bernie? So you, okay. I mean, I think, I think about it as like a, when a guy is like, yeah, I support, I, okay. When a guy is like, you know, I, Bernie's my guy. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting that she talks about how there's kind of like this blanket, you know, assumption that like oh he's a progressive guy he's a good Mm -hmm. guy Mm -hmm. and I think like a lot of these white men like that protects them from further investigation it's like an umbrella of like oh progressive ideas but at the core he's like it's another Mm -hmm. white man that Mm -hmm. I can support Mm -hmm. inside this movement Mm -hmm. like I don't have to deal with the like being called a bigot by, you know, girls I meet on Hinge or, yeah. <laughs> you know, out at the bars, whatever it is. It's just it's another like, white oh, man that's I can safe. say this and people will assume I'm, sorry, what'd you say? I just said it's another white man and it's safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I don't have to do any further investigative work into my own ideas. I can just kind of like, like, yeah. The system uh, will work according to design. What if it's me? Yep. The system works yeah. according to design. Exactly that. Where yep. it's like, you don't have to investigate further because this guy already said, you know what I mean? He's against all this stuff. So like, me too, bro. Yep. Yep. Whatever he said. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, he didn't, who, it's, it's those male feminists that she talked about And he's pandering and he's pandering to me. And yes, it's those like, male feminists you talked about in the beginning. It's like, it's just the same men you just see over and over yeah. again. It's the guys that'll talk, that like you, but then they want to talk over you a little bit. But you're still a little bit wrong. And let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because I know better than you a little bit still. Like, I, there's just it's something to it where it's like, <laughs> okay, that's really, like, thank you. Thank you. I love being mansplained. My, ba- my rights. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seriously. I was definitely pro-Bernie in 2016. Like, yeah. he said a lot of things that really appealed to me, especially compared to what I saw running against him. And yeah. I didn't drill down hard enough to, like, really see what 
his words actually meant. And going through this chapter, I was just like, I am a fool. <laughs> like, how no, did, how did not. I not Especially, see that? Not at all. I don't think it's foolish. I don't know. I, like, I, I agree. You look at, like, the alternative. I'm like, I was literally like going to say, Hillary Clinton. at the end of the day, it's not you. It's the people that we are all supporting as a, you know what I mean? As a whole, it's not you. Yeah. It's as a whole. It's not, um, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it's like, it goes back to those white guys that are going to sit there and we'll give this guy money. You know what I mean? But we'll give, we'll help this guy out. Like, cause, yeah. and like, they don't want to help out Hillary. They're not going to help out any other, like, they don't want to help no. out a woman. They're not no. going to help out. And I mean, God bless. They don't want to help out Trump, whatever. You know what I mean? But I like, mean, some of them did though. Like that yeah. was just the thing was like the ideologies between white men who supported Bernie Sanders and white men who supported Donald Trump were not that mm-hmm. far apart. So when it came yep. time for the, the general election, Trump and I mean, received more of those votes yeah. from that group of people than Hillary Clinton did, right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's like yeah. they would rather support someone who basically looks nothing like what they said they supported just because it's another white man instead of a woman Mm -hmm. and like when when she gets i don't want to jump too far past the bernie bros but i also haven't really looked at time an hour okay great we're doing really well um when she when she talks about uh, her conversation with that one individual. You know what? Actually, I want to talk about the treatment of people in Bernie Sanders' campaign before we move past him because I was yeah. outraged. Like, what the hell? You Let me tell you, my prayers go out to every campaign staff out there. I've been campaign staff. That shit's not for the week. I'm still some yeah. of the campaign staff, but... That shit's not for the week. That shit's really intense. And you are out there. You're knocking doors. You're doing shit. You're not. You're putting in the hours. And the way you get paid is never reflective upon the kind of money those campaigns bring in. Those campaigns bring in money. You don't get paid well enough. (laughs) You deserve better. (laughs) Lisa, did you have anything? Well, I mean, I really do appreciate Bernie's highlighting of the wealth disparity in our country and really Mm -hmm. trying to call out the one percent i mean that when you start peeling back the layers of the onion it i it really yeah so much of the problems that we're in i think really does go back to that Mm -hmm. but those people are almost like above the political process i mean they control the political process exactly yeah. Um, well, and a lot of it is like goes back to that. Like, it's, it's what's benefit. It's what benefits you. It's like you're. It's it's you trying to appeal to white guys because see, none of us are making the money. See, it's not working for you either. We're mm-hmm. none of us are. Look how much money they make, and we're not making that kind of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of what that feels like to me. Instead of being like a real like, like if we said it's like him not doing his full work into being doing politics. You know, or like his mm-hmm. politics. The full work into doing politics. Full work into his politics. Yeah. Sorry, were you going to talk about the cam- the campaign people still? Did you have anything else I, to say about that? You just like- that it was, uh, there were accusations of sexual harassment. 
Uh, oh my god. Oh, and then like so cutting no out the tour so to the shocking. to the HBCUs. <laughs> I mean, guys, wait. I'm like that little Pikachu. You know what I'm talking about? That little Pikachu. He's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a mouth open. I'm so oh, shocked. No way. I'm so. Sorry, go I ahead, mean, Lisa. I kind of interrupted. It's not even <laughs> like it's not even the accusations of sexual harassment do not surprise me at all. Yeah. No. It's the fact that it was dismissed. Like it was treated dismissively. Or as you just kind of suck that up because that's what you do as a woman and we're on the campaign trail and blah blah blah. Like yeah. that was disappointing. Like at that moment I felt like how she was talking about how she felt at the beginning of the book. Or like she was really supportive of that one comedian singer guy, yes. and then he became like the complete opposite exactly of what he had that. been. Yeah, and I was just like, "Yep, yep, that's how I feel right now. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bamboozled and disappointed because I thought you were going to be better. <laughs> Bamboozled. I right. just love that. That's like <laughs> that's so how I feel. Uh, like no, exactly really that though. Where like, you're like expected better. If we want to fix the country, aside from, like, scrapping everything and starting from scratch, I think it would just be awesome if we could uh, require that the only politicians in office are minorities and women for, like, the next 400 years. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> Reparations. Reparations. I love it. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And I think that's tax. good. <laughs> This is yeah. like those moments where yeah, we're yeah. like, we're not taking it far enough. Those people aren't taking it far enough. <laughs> yeah, those are that moment. Kind of. <sighs> we are taking it that far. I mean, no, but it I is just, like, it doesn't make how do you what we're doing is it, it working. It is we gotta start so over. Convoluted. It is. Yeah, really. I feel like it's so convoluted. It's so. It's so shadowy. Honestly, and, and it's like we just need to like take. Not that women don't sexually assault. We just need to take men out of the office for a while, though. All the offices. Yeah, all the totally. Offices. I'm all about that. All the offices. Because uh, we're gonna get I can't do it. Like, I'm so over. Like, the idea of, like, I can't Here do certain things bros. because this person who <laughs> assaulted me would maybe be there. I can't. This is this person who maybe assaulted me is on TV. Yep. Like, this person is. Yeah. Like, that's terrifying this fucking life that we all have to live is like this collective 97 percent of us women you know what i mean this collective Mm -hmm. fucking all of us in the what the 10 men that maybe did it because apparently it's the same six running around and raping everybody like that's the thing that gets me where it's like i don't i hate i hate men i hate i hate deep down i hate yeah you man hating feminist (laughs) i i mean cheers cheers it's horrible but like when I first started like getting into the started dipping my toes into the uh I don't want to even say liberal I want to say like left-leaning politics it was like I came into these circles where I was like realizing oh yeah like the system works this way blah 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 and a lot of the guys that I was encountering were like this and one of them eventually became my rapist like it's it's terrifying, but you think like I I was given that giving him that grace of like oh he's forward thinking and he has he's probably you know mm-hmm. 
a, a trustworthy person. Or even he's he around people that are about safe. all of these ideas. And then he was the person who was creepy and gross and took advantage and felt entitled to my body, you know? So this one, this chapter definitely hit close to home. I was thinking about that a lot. And then, like, a few years later, I ran into him at a Black Lives Matter rally. And it's just, like, how terrifying, you know? I'm at this event where I'm trying to, like, protest and show up. And all I can think about is the fact that, like, my rapist is there. Oh, my God. You know? So. How <sighs> often do you think assault happens in, in situations like that? Fuck jerks. Mm. That's all I want to say. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I mean, right. if fuck if, men is just all I want to say, yeah. honestly. Because <laughs> I mean, if they're if they're willing to assault you in an everyday situation, how much more likely is it for them to take in advantage a chaotic situation of a chaotic situation yeah. and assault someone? No, oh, and that's and I, the thing. I mean, they're, this you're was all a predators. few years ago. I started. I started to like dig around because I was like. I had a feeling there were more, mm-hmm. and I found six other <gasps> women that ranged from, like, when he was in high school through to, like, the past couple of years. Oh, my God. And obviously, there's, like, some guilt and shame that comes with that, but it's also, like, I was a kid. I was 20. I, you know, I, I mean, didn't know. And yeah. you are not so. Him. That's not your shame yeah. to carry ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I'm, I feel like I'm trying to unpack that too, where it's like, it's not, that was never me. That was you. Mm -hmm. Yes. That wasn't my fault. But. It had nothing to do with me. That was you. Yeah. I swear there's some like secret bro society where they all learned, like, we can get power through. Fear? Power over women. The assault Mm -hmm. and harassment. It's like keeping, Mm -hmm. like trying to keep us in our quote place. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I took a, a violence against women class when I was in college Ooh. and we'd read about um, in like armies where people go in and like take over villages and stuff. That's yes. rape is a tactic yes. of domination. Oh, absolutely. Because it humiliates the victim. It causes them to break. It breaks down their humanity. Yep. It breaks down their sense of Thinking self. Thinking about my paper in, about Rwanda. That was. Yep. I'm yep. like, God, that was a nightmare. Thinking about our book. Our next book, Poppy War, mm-hmm. or one yeah. of our next books, my book, my pick. Yep. I'm like, yeah. I'm thinking of actual World War Two. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Actual, real life. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is so, such a nightmare. It's just like wanting people to live in fear mm-hmm. and subjugation, mm-hmm. and not to mention, like, in a lot of those situations, their rapes being used to carry on, like, to have babies, to have you, to making you have my kid, mm-hmm. because yeah. I. It's it's a whole other kind it's of almost, genocide. It's a whole other kind of yeah, genocide. It's, like it's a whole other kind of like destroying of a people and a society. I yeah. that paper was the darkest paper I've ever written in my life, and it made me cry all the time. Yeah, I have all the books still, yeah. and I won't even I won't touch them. I'm like they're they're packed away. I was like I remember Livshiz was like, "Are you sure this is okay?" And I was like, "I'll be fine." And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "I'm fine." Every day I would go in there, I'd be like, oh, God, I'm dying. Like, I've only seen darkness. Am I fine? Am I okay? I've only seen darkness for the past three days. It is really. I'm triggered. Mm -hmm. I literally feel like I'm, like, I've truly, I've lived a life. I centered on. My body's on fire. Yeah, I centered on women in every paper I wrote. 
every I paper. Just, every every paper, and, and I it's just always didn't dark. Care. And, and it's it always, always dark. Bad. And it makes that's like I truly feel like that was my like. That was truly my feminist. It was being in history class where you just get to learn mm -hmm. about what happened to people. Mm -hmm. Like, you get to just see what's actually happening in the world. And then you're like, oh, my God. It's so bad. It can be yeah. so bad. It was so funny. Whenever I'd finished my papers, I felt like the conclusion I always drew was like, well, more research is necessary. Yeah. Like, <laughs> got to think long and hard on this one. Going to have to circle back. I'm like, and at the end of it because all, the solution fucked. is I don't know. <laughs> No idea. Yeah, the but I am, is no I am idea. sad and broken now. Thank the solution you. is I go to Annex. Everybody take a good Zan because we all. I'm sorry. I don't promote drug use. Doctor prescribes yeah, Annex. Doctor prescribes Annex. Lisa. <laughs> uh, well, I was doing a little research, and I wanted to circle back for a second before we get too much farther. If that's no, okay. Please before somebody comes out and is like you're wrong like this is like my perpetual fear of not knowing my shit well enough to be speaking authoritatively but anyway uh, so I looked up like expenditures per student for our school districts in Allen County oh and, yeah, uh, this is this is from the Indiana Department of Education's website so it okay. should be authoritative I don't know how they're massaging the data or what all goes into it. But actually, Fort Wayne Community Schools does spend more per student than any of the other th three. Um, okay. Fort Wayne is 9,666.36. East about Allen is 8,911. Northwest is 8,005. And Southwest is 8,423. So Fort Wayne is more. But then, like, mm. when you start getting into the numbers, like, I'm pretty sure there's more to this story. Like, do the other schools all have special education? I don't know. How much free lunch money from the federal government is going into foreign community schools because of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, hungry kids. You know, I mm -hmm. just, I don't. I'm just not ready to believe it on its face. I don't, <laughs> you, you walk into Fort Wayne Community Schools, you see one thing. I took my kids to a Girl Scout troop in Southwest Allen County Schools when we walked in and it's like the, the floor's carpeted and there's a fountain in the entryway. And I'm just <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm thinking about when yeah. Leo, a couple years ago, they're like, we're all going to get turf football fields. And I'm like, what? You all have turf right. football fields. Everyone in East Allen has turf football fields. What the fuck's wrong with this? Like, what, are, what the hell are we doing here? So Fort Wayne operational expenditures are the smallest amongst them all. And that covers stuff like transportation. So Fort Wayne Community Schools, 5.3% goes towards operational expenditures, like transportation. And East Allen is 6.4. They're not much better off, but like... Uh, what's this one? Northwest, 9.8%. Mm. Southwest, 8.4%. Mm. So, I don't know. Dang. I'm still... It's sus, in my opinion. No. But I wanted to um, get that out there before people are like, you're wrong. There was, yeah, uh, I was... No, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like there's but I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't know. We don't, have, also, we don't have all the information. That's right. I did... Actually, I kind of wanted to touch on this where uh, the proposition was we only have women and minorities in politics for the next 400 <laughs> years. Um, 
she actually has some data in here as to why it's important that Trump won the 2016 election. She says the why matters because as a nation where every president but one has been a white man, where in 2019 only 24% of our congressional representatives and only 18% of our governors were women, where only 22% of our congressional representatives and 8% of our governors were people of color. As that nation, we must be able to politically empower women and people of color without it causing a backlash among liberal white men. Yeah, and why are they deciding what happens to my body? I mean, come on. Please You stop don't have that. a uterus. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they're making some, like, real decisions yeah. up there. I mean, they're, deci- they're deciding yeah. who we, what we can talk about. They're not, I'm like, I would be interested to get into, like, Stats about queerness, stats about, you know what I mean? Stats mm-hmm. about religion, stats about mm. a lot of other things with our, who you, who represents us. Because, I mean, like, we can get to our purge, God. I was but, actually going to say, we're sitting at about an hour 16. <laughs> so t- we will want to do purge time relatively soon. Yeah, do we need to get to the conclusion? Do we, do we want to, like, is there anything we want to touch on in particular to wrap Yes, I have up? one more thing I want to say. Please that I want to share that. from the end of the chapter. Yeah. Um, she asks, Pride. on page 93, she says, but I must honestly ask, what exactly do people who aren't white men have that could be more inclusive of white men? Like, what are you, why is this a problem? We That we want rights. What do we have that we could give you Nothing. The answer what is nothing. What I always say, or what we talk about in the last book, where it's like giving of any rights always feels like you're losing rights if you have all of them. It's mm-hmm. always going to feel like that's always how it always felt in history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we've always learned in every history yeah. class. It's like it's always going to feel like you're losing something. Yep. If you have all the rights and you have to finally share them, which are never, like you said, which are never yours to give at any point, mm-hmm. but like when you have to be the one doling it out, it does feel like you're losing something because you're no longer on the top. And that's what our capitalist system trains us to be want to be on the top to want to be yes not under someone else you have to just like we can't all have rights because then i'll have to like really work against you too you Mm -hmm. know what i mean then i have to work against this white lady and this black lady and this black guy like are you kidding me yeah we all have to like it's like so she goes now i have to actually work yeah now i have to do something do work harder and i have to be more than mediocre Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. She goes she goes on to say we do not have control of our local governments, our national governments, our school boards, our universities, our police forces, our militaries, our workplaces. All we have is our struggle. And yet we are told that our struggle for inclusion and equity and our celebration of even symbolic steps toward them is divisive and threatening to those who have far greater access to everything else than we can dream of. If white men are finding that the overwhelmingly white male-controlled system isn't meeting their needs, how did we end up being the problem? That's perfect. Mm. Yeah, it is perfect. This is maybe something to cut. Um, I will... Well, we'll talk about it when we get done. We'll kind of finish up our... Okay. Sorry. Okay. But I was just going to talk about something from like local politics that was something really interesting i thought it was really kind of crazy when mm-hmm. i had heard about it from one of the guys but go ahead okay oh, it was yeah, just some really that. like it was like um so like a black guy was running i knew 
Um, I think we had talked about him, Lisa. You knew who he was as well. Okay. Um, from like library stuff and like Hearthstone okay. and stuff. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. I'm trying to give hints, but I, think- I don't really want to throw a bunch of names out. Um, but so basically that he had been saying when he was thinking about running, how people had been warning him, like maybe like be careful, like, you know, how stuff comes out about like being a black guy running for office, like in Indiana, like Mm -hmm. they'll, they get rid of like, like, uh, what was the one black guy that had stuff come out about him? And he was, he was like, was it Curtis Hill? Was he? Yes. 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 He was a black guy and he had had some stuff come out and he was like, it was he had done something. It was some like yeah. He's like a total creep group. Yes, but it basically. was something that it only came out because they wanted to get rid of him. Kind of, I think, was kind mm-hmm. of what they had yeah. implied. You can kind of cut some names, I guess. But I remember I just beep, thought that was beep. like a really yeah. I mean, leave his name in. I guess I'm not gonna talk about that. Okay, but um, I but I just remember that was kind of an interesting thing for me where I was like just hearing like wow, you have to be nervous like for running like they're like. But he's like, and I mean, for him, he was like, I have no like secrets in my past. Like, I didn't, I didn't, never done anything terrible. Like, mm-hmm. what do you? But it was just kind of like, just everyone, the way that everyone had kind of insinuated that you even need to be careful running around, like mm-hmm. running for off. That just was yeah. like, I remember that was like a moment for me where I was like, wow, well, mm-hmm. yes, what a terrifying world we live in. Terrifying, yes. <sighs> terrifying. So I don't know, but let's see. I'll get some campaign secrets, guys. I'll run for office one day. We'll do something cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only if I'll you vote want for to. you. Just kidding. Me I feel too. like I have I'll campaign so many, for you. I have so many I'll scandals that are ready to come out about me. Giving <laughs> people to see my tits. You know what? When you, <laughs> when you don't care about your secrets, it's pretty liberating. I mean, just, I have yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've done. I've done some things that I was then nervous uh, about. And, you know, I've done some things in my personal life. That I was then nervous. I was like, oh, my God, what if somebody finds out about this? Totally yeah. legal stuff, but, like, things of whatever. I'm not going to yeah. really get into it. Tracy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, anyway, like, I'm not a criminal. I'm not like, a criminal. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. so, I'm a deviant, not a criminal. No. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I said uh, on the last episode was, something like, about not paying taxes. But then, okay. like, my husband like talked me off the ledge about it. This is before we were married. But he was just like, why do you care? It's your own private personal business. And I was like, you know what? That's right. If somebody wants to out me for like being a bit kinky or whatever then fuck them we'll go there i think so too we'll go there yeah but i yeah. certainly if i run for office i do feel like there's some pictures out there that will get to circulate and then you're sending okay. nudes when i was like 18 yeah. it's just like Pan to me yep, sending nudes my last body. week <laughs> that there i was sending to my boyfriend probably naked pictures of all of us somewhere and you know what <laughs> I'm sure if they were to come out, I'll be like, damn, look how fine I looked. The I, I would be like, ago. mom, that's that new AI technology. That's that new AI technology. It's, it's so good. They fake that so shit. Good. They it's fake that thing. shit. You know, they yeah. could do that with Joe Biden, too. They made a porn, porno with him. They did it. No. I yeah. know they did somewhere. Yeah, I mean. It's not me, right. mom. I promise. <laughs> I don't know what that is, mom. You just start you start gaslighting. You're just like, Mom, you're crazy. Mom, you're so not crazy are you right now. Oh my god, Mom. that's what like has been done to us forever. So I'm like right? I think Give I could I gaslight the nation yeah. into thinking it didn't really happen. I'm like, guys, yeah. What are you no. all talking about? Right. Don't you remember Obama's birth certificates? Shouldn't we all yeah. be asking about that again? Shouldn't again. we all be asking yeah. about that again? Again. Yeah. 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 We, never got, those. Like, we never got to see those. We never got to see those anymore. 
We had a president who bragged about assaulting women on tape right. before yeah. he was elected president. So you know what? Fuck is, you all. Which is the double standard. Yes. yes. We got the Supreme Court just saying that we exactly. can do is like shake our ass on vacation, you know, in our 20s <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus a man who brags about assaulting women. women. Yeah. Like, let's let's talk about consent. You know yep. what I mean? Me freely consenting right. to being a hoe right. versus <laughs> you taking What's not away. Yours? Yeah, people's Fuck bodily yeah, autonomy. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Has this, has this slowly transitioned into our rage, guys? Because we do need to rage about, first of all, we need to rage about new Indiana bills coming through. Oh, no. Another train derailment in Ohio that they say had no hazardous chemicals, but do we believe them? I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm, like, totally ready to let the whole country go up in flames at this point. Tennessee passed an anti-drag and yep. a bill J. That, Edgar Hoover uh, would be so sad. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, what the it's fuck? Anti-drag <laughs> and it pulls any kind of care for transgender minorities. Yeah. I believe. Well, you were talking about the one for Indiana. How that would even like I was, I was asking about how it would affect your sister as a teacher, even and like just a lot of like the personal things for us. Like it's like mm-hmm. this is so direct to us. Like you can't like how dare you? Like how dare you? I don't know. I feel like <sighs> not to not to make the like objectification and the denial of like queer people's access to healthcare and rights, but also like recently I've been like, you know, I'm ready to start dating again. Like I want to get out there and date, you know, some women, date some non-binary people. I'm tired of the shtick with men, and it's like, oh, okay, and I'm losing my right to be a person at this exact moment. Awesome. Like it's like. The attack on trans people now is what the attack on gay people was in the 80s and 90s. Like, it's the frontier of invalidating Mm -hmm. the queer existence. And if they're attacking trans people now, we like gay marriage is next. Yeah, for sure. And right now, trans people, trans women are like dying. Yeah. They're, They're being murdered without like all of this stuff so we need to be protecting especially black trans yes Mm -hmm. and that's always been the case but yeah again we're seeing it ratcheted up again and it's like why do you care get your bible off my rights yes why do you care i'm like i will just stand on that forever i remember just telling that to my brother the one day where i was like well, what, is, what do you care? What are they hitting on you? Are they gay? <laughs> do they like you? I mean, take it as a compliment. They think you look good. Yeah. Have a good day. And yeah. then have a good day. What are you? What are you? What are you mad about? How mm-hmm. did that affect you? Yeah. Tell me how that affected yeah. you directly. Okay, you didn't. Okay, and just imagine day. that that's the world that we live in, day in, day out. You know. Right. Thinking about being at that gay bar with our friends, where he's just like, "Well, don't, Tori, don't you feel weird? What if a woman grabbed you? Uh, first of all, I'm sure she'd apologize. Second of all, I'm sure she won't." Third of all, I get grabbed yeah. at the regular bar. Like, I don't care. Oh, like, yeah. what do you mean? I don't feel, I don't care if you feel uncomfortable for five minutes. I'd I don't be grabbed give by a, a woman than a Bernie fuck. bro. What'd you yeah. say? Right? Yeah. Sorry, what'd you say? What'd you I said say? I'd rather be grabbed by a woman than a Bernie bro. Yes. yes. On top of that, it's like, I truly, be uncomfortable for 10 minutes. Bless you, Mary. But it's like, be what? uncomfortable. <laughs> be uncomfortable. You'll be fine. I promise it, it builds character. I've done it for a while. Yeah. I've been doing that for a while. Oh, It'll be I mean, okay. 
and all my and all my years of going out, I've been harassed by men. I've never been harassed by queer women. I'm if like anything, never I'm the one. If anything, sure. I'm the one doing the harassing. I'm like, do you want to make out? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you look and so gorgeous. Your hair is so pretty. But right, it's not. It's not harassing. It's just right. like it's just hitting on. It's like, hi, I think you're amazing, and do you want to like take this somewhere else? Hi. hi. <laughs> you know, like, literally. But literally, it's like, well, and I'm like thinking about like, I'm thinking about the one guy that grabbed me at the gay bar and was like, wouldn't dance with me. And he was like, I was telling him about the people I didn't like from our friend group. And I was like, and this person's annoying. And this person, he was like, you're staying with me. Add me on Snapchat. I was like, oh my God, I love you. We're we're best friends now. I love you. And then another girl who did grab me and she was like, sorry, so sorry. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Love that. Love a little bit of respect at a regular bar. But I get none. It really, it really highlights what is held as valuable to us as people mm-hmm. is being treated like people mm-hmm. and how lacking that is as a concern for specific groups of people who just have always been told they can kind of behave however they want and it's okay. Yeah. Because everyone else is there for you to take advantage of. Yeah. And, like, that was, like, early in the chapter – that was one of the things that Alua had said was that like a lot of times when white men step into in particular feminist spaces, they expect to be put at the center of it and mm-hmm. they frequently are. Mm-hmm. And yep. that that leads to room for abuse, which happens over yep. and over again. Yep. And it's just it's so disappointing that there are f- so few spaces mm-hmm. that are left for us to feel safe in. And that there's an entire system. Basically, that's my home. To keep that's us why I don't want to go anywhere. I know. Right? Yeah, I'm right. I'm like, I'll stay in my little imaginary bubble. I'll just stay here. Yeah. I, um, I know that's not really the safe choice. I was gonna say that's like yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like that was my kind of my rant this week too, where I feel like I've been like people in my life have been overstepping certain boundaries lately, and I've just been really feeling like you know what. I'll spend my time alone. Like, I'm okay. I'm just yeah. going to hang out by myself for a bit. I want to hang out with people where I feel valued. And, like, oh, man, I was getting into it kind of with my my cousin recently. Not getting into it. We were just kind of agreeing. But I was, like, talking about, like, feeling valued in a lot of conversations and how, like, seeing someone new, it's, like, being around his friends, how they kind of, like, they'll chit-chat with me and they kind of listen to me and we kind of have fun, like, all talking and how it's different than hanging out with, like, our other friends where it was, like, we're all in the same circle. <laughs> Nobody's asked you a question the entire time because they don't plan on sleep with you because you're with someone else in the group probably. And then your boyfriend's also not talking to you because he's doing something else, talking to the rest of them too. And they're all just doing their own thing. And you're just there. We're there for – you're there for decoration or just to hang out mm-hmm. and just to drink too. But, mm-hmm. but who cares? What you, you're not there really. You know what I mean? It's like you're yeah. never never being seen. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's my rant this week. I've been – over it with everyone not really i'm fine uh yeah definitely definitely been there look i'm definitely, fine definitely done that have you guys have you guys seen fleabag yes. no i yes. want to watch so it good. super so good. good but there's a part where she's like no one's asked me a question in 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> like she does the thing where she like pants yeah. to the camera and it's yeah. just like it's so it's so brilliant it's Highly so recommend. snarky yeah. I really, really liked it. I should go watch that again. I haven't watched it in a minute, and I really liked it. Hot yeah. Priest. Yeah. Hot Priest. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it's a good one. 
All that um, to say, I do love my friends and our valuable conversations that we, we have love together. You. you know, we love you. Yes, yes, I love you guys so much. Yeah, yeah. We're at <laughs> still trying to learn how to make Tracy, air can, we, <laughs> can I do this? There was light shining around it, it and everything. So, it was so perfect. The Lord came down for one moment. He was real for one moment. He came down. She came down and blessed us all. That's better. That's she came better. down and blessed all of us. I refuse to have it be a man at this point. Yeah. Just no thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, was there, was there anything else we wanted to do? Is there any, like, just real quick stuff to get off your chest? Lisa, of course, do real it. Real quick. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, first of all, I just want to say jeers to the asshole who, when coming upon a downed, huge downed tree in the middle of our road, instead of turning around the other night, decided to drive through our front yard. So <gasps> now there are huge, deep rivets. I mean, it must have Shut. been some bro truck. Yeah. Ah. So that's great. It could mm. have been. It oh, was. Geez. It was. I promise it wasn't a bro truck. Like, who else would have done that? Yeah, but what it, a like, shitty then, thing to do! Nobody's Honda Civic would yeah, have made that. <laughs> My little electric you car wouldn't be able to do that. that. <laughs> yeah, you are um, crying over uh, that crap. I have a, I have a happy thing too. Mike and Ooh, I yeah. went for a brunch date yesterday. I kind of feel like I want to go again right after this. To Davy's oh. Delicious Bagels, which we Oh, my love. God, that place is and, so good. Um, I always get the same thing, which is the 07, which, of course, I first got because the 07 is right. IMO, the best neighborhood. But anyway, <laughs> they had something called a, I think it was the French Toast Bagel Sandwich. And I was like, mm, sounds kind of good, but mm. oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It was delicious. It has, like, pork sausage and... Mm. I should be a vegetarian, but I'm not yet. And egg and maple syrup, and it was so delicious. So yeah. um, check it mm. out. Oh, that's oh, that great. That sounds amazing. That Sold. place is so freaking cute, too. Like Unless you Jim Banks is there in line behind you, and then that was my first experience at Davies. Stop, stop, stop. Oh, it was. How did yeah, you restrain my... yourself? I, I just don't know. Stood there and I stared at him. We, he him sat at times. the next table, I and I just him really... and Todd Young. I've met Todd Young a few times too, and I'm always like, the reps from India. <laughs> sure. I know. I, really... I just like I'm always like it's always me and like a group of like a bunch of white guys, and I'm always like, hey. I'm I trying. To, I have like Todd... that taste in the back of my throat where I want to throw up anytime Jim's bank Jim Banks name gets mentioned i yeah. just hate how devi- how intentionally divisive his social media is like yeah. if you like his twitter it's like he is He's just trash and it's so really funny on a local level for to government. the basis of the base like just well the, and like literally bleh. even working on such a local level it's so funny sometimes to be like for people to be like yeah but you don't really want to attach yourself to that guy because then it'll look really crazy then you'll look really crazy and then it's like Oh, this is how politics works, isn't it? Where mm-hmm. It's like you just have to play to I like your pandemic. And he's going to run for voting. Senate, and I don't want him to be a oh, senator. God. Like I oh, feel like God. that is a, oh, an God. elevation that he is not worthy of. FYI. Yeah, geez. Like, yes. if you can't like have civil conversations, you won't do a town hall and hear from your constituents. You can't have civil conversation with people who disagree with you. I mean, ew. What is- Why would okay. he? He's so busy. Stop. No, it's Maybe cool. I can't, part two. I can't. I remember I mean, once we went we'll, to a talk. I remember I'll we had a talk about, we had a talk with feel. in the state house, when we were, when we were in the state house with one of those two. 
they're talking about border security or something. And I was like, that was in Indiana. Right? And he was like, <laughs> you wouldn't think it affects away. Indiana, but, 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 and I was like, doesn't I don't think it does. Here's what I think it does. <laughs> counter argument. Counter argument. I don't think it does, bro. Like, you remember okay. when the ice <laughs> trucks started Whoa. like rolling around Shit. the southeast side of town in 2017? I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I was it's like, crazy. yeah, I mean, like, there's like other stuff that we could be worried about, but like, go off, bro. Yeah, the immigrants. Yeah, immigrants. Uh, that's uh, the problem in Indiana. You're right. Yeah, yeah, that works there, for you. I think. I think right now one of the things that makes me feel really worried is the amping up of these state laws, the changes, the restrictiveness, the way that it seems to be like, oh, and that just happened. Like some states, they seem to be doing a good job of approaching things. Other states seem to be like going through a massive period of regression. We just had redistricting not too long mm-hmm. ago. That's why. And so, I mean, whoever was in charge when you were in redistricting kind of got to control who was going to be in charge the next few years. And guess who's in charge <laughs> in Indiana? What'd you say? E. And guess who's in charge in Indiana? I was going to say, and that's why we're fucked. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what time? In the meantime... You wait, wait, wait. In the meantime, why did we ask people the other day? Why were we? My, my sister were asking. My sister was just asking people if they knew who Emmett Till was. And a lot of people didn't know who Emmett Till was. Oh, goodness. Okay, well, then we absolutely must cover that as a topic at some point. Yeah. Because. Yeah. That's heavy, but yeah. It is. Because we're trying to bring back lynching and we're trying to. No, I'm just kidding. We're just like. I mean, are you though? To a dark, dark. Yeah, place. no kidding. To, I mean, seriously, Lisa, I'm with you. Are yeah? Are we kidding? It's it's seriously yeah. I saw scary. A lot of con- I see a lot of Confederate flags in Indiana. I mean, you leave Fort Wayne right. and you go outside. It's a, to it's like, like the a microaggression, like, but that's really doesn't feel micro. I mean, it's not micro. You yeah. know what I mean? I but then it's like you think about me. people don't know who Emmett Till is, and then you think back to like, yeah. oh, but we're getting rid of rid of critical race theory, and we can't learn about right. race in a healthy yep. way in any because we don't want you country. to know about we Emmett don't Till. Want to I mean, know. that's where it's we're because at. It's yes, horrific. Yeah. It's we horrific. can't have people learning these. Oh things. my gosh. Okay, so I'm so glad that we kind of went in this direction too, because and this actually goes back to our last chapter, the Buffalo Bill chapter. So with my other podcast, when we record, we have our patrons that like chat with us during a recording, and one of them is a history major who lives in Germany and happened to mention that we couldn't understand Germans' guilt around the genocide that happened during World War II, mm. and I could not bring myself to type out what my instant response was, which was, Americans, Americans should feel that level of guilt towards what happened to indigenous people in America. Like, I understand that you feel guilt, and yeah, justly so, and yes, it should create better forms of government oversight that protect people of all religions, all races, all genders. Yes, that is important. Have we done that? Like no. I think there's I was even gonna a say, section. That's the difference. Yeah, like yeah. there's that's there's the no difference guilt. between us and Germany is that there it's illegal to do certain things. Right. That will. Yeah. Yeah. 
and here that is promoted here. That is promoted here because the entire world came down on Germany and was like, "Oh my God, Germany!" And like for the United States, and the United States still sits there and is like, "And we're like the best because we did it and we finished it off." And so we're the best too. We fought the Nazis (laughs) and then we let them right back in our country. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And exploited. And then we let them march through North Carolina. Yeah. And riot our capital. Yeah. Literally. No, seriously, that's just it. It's like if we look at our past, our ancestry, it's terrifying mm-hmm. what, what we've what never we've done. We've never acknowledged exactly. we never that really it had was a real wrong. And that's reckoning. that's why and that there's what that we did was back. bad and that it's still happening. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why you can't have so that's critical race I theory. Think can't the do discussion it. around yeah. race is the cornerstone of freedom Agreed. in our country for our future it has to happen until we grapple with slavery and what we did to indigenous people and the founding of this country and how our country was built and pay back reparations and acknowledge what we did and start to right some of those wrongs that can never be righted but start Mm -hmm. to have these conversations um yeah from my perspective that's the cornerstone of when we say like i don't know where to start Mm -hmm. it's like start here that's the start yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's got to be like, and just well, keep in mind the that there are a handful of really powerful families who are controlling everything, but like we're yeah. not going to be able to change that anytime soon. So maybe let's start with the thing that we could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Eat the and rich, I mean it you know? starts with education in your in your circles and in your groups and yourself. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ladies, I love talking to you every every time I get to I whether it's them, yeah. this way. Or just hanging out and eating food and whatever. Like, I appreciate these conversations. I feel that they are necessary, and I couldn't ask for better companions to have these conversations with. And there needs to be more. There needs to be more. Our voices are outweighed. 80 80 to 20 are the numbers for content creators. Like, we're in the 20%. Mm-hmm. And you know it's why women can't do it, right? It's because we're doing the laundry. We're doing the <laughs> grocery ordering. We have jobs. We have children to take care of. We have doctor's appointments. This is why women don't have time to be content creators. So we're doing this for them, too. Yeah. Let's remember yeah. that. I yeah. think about that frequently. I feel that content like this is valuable, and I love you all. Totally. And I could not have done it. I would not have the bandwidth to do this if I had not quit my job. Full stop. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mary, I'm so impressed when you're like, yes, I have a job and I'm going to edit this too and still read. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, get it. I was thinking all the way here. I was like, does Mary sleep? <laughs> I married a person's book, and I know these ten million bands. You're just I know. So I was cool. like really sitting there, and I was like, "What does Mary's day look like?" <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I really was thinking about that all the way here because I was like, and then she read that book, and she was doing the audio book mm-hmm. for that one, <clears throat> and she's just <laughs> what happens in her day. It's an impressive. A lot of reading. A lot of reading. And impressive. then I was like, impressive I also think I would gals. cry in my car if I was married. lots of crying right i mean the world is a hard place sometimes i also prioritize nine hours of sleep every night so how 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 that doesn't make any goddamn sense mary
gets me. I don't understand that. Yeah. I can't find the hours in the day. Oh, I love you. I guess we can stop. Yeah, we're just like talking. No, it's great. I'm just happy to be here with everyone. I love all.